Jackson's fucking Zach tub. <laughs> Kyle, you you have found pretzels wrapped around peanut butter. I didn't find them, but you know you get these gifts around the holidays, and it's uh, it's like pretzel bites with peanut butter on the inside. They they look kind of like they're like little pretzel squares, like combos, but sweet. Yeah, well, a combo is obviously a cylinder where the the center's been stuffed. I I still believe that combo started out as a way to like as a pet pill company, a way to sneak your your pet. His, <laughs> his, 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 and they were like, "Hey, people love them too," you know, like pill um, pockets. Yeah, because they're terrible. Those. They're they're terrible. But but these are just thin pretzel pockets, and on the that are shaped like a little square, and on the inside is peanut butter, and you know, there's salt on the outside, and they're gonna have to be thrown away. They're too delicious. Where did oh, you get them? You're a better man than I. Let, let me let me. I get these or, gift baskets for Christmas. I joined a um, it's for coral reefers, a Secret Santa thing, and you filled out a questionnaire. Well, one of the things it asked was your favorite candy, and I was like Cadbury cream eggs. Well, oh, the guy yeah. wrote me. Like, I can't find Padbury cream eggs anywhere. I looked all over. They're just an Easter thing. But I found these. And it's a bag, like the pounder of mm -hmm. M&Ms. But they're not M&Ms. They're like Padbury cream M&M-like candies. Ooh. And uh, I didn't have the willpower to throw them out. But I did have the willpower to not eat them for six fucking weeks. They sat next to my recliner on, like, the armrest. And I didn't touch them. I didn't touch Ooh. them. I didn't touch them. All right. Here's my willpower. Okay. I got hungry enough, and oh. that bag lasted a day or so. Shit. <laughs> Just, There's nothing wrong with that. You got all the evil out the in a day. day. Broke. <laughs> it, it all came oh, going. Th that's how I am with sweets. My my greatest willpower moment was uh, it was my birthday, and mm -hmm. I was a couple months into a pretty strict diet and, and fucking steroids and pumping iron. Okay. And my uh, my I my my doorbell rings. Check, and there's a nice fancy box out there and i open it up and it says happy birthday mom and it's like a 120 dollar cake it's like this <laughs> fancy cake that she's had a baker make for me and i took i i closed the box i drove to kitty's house and i said here's a cake <laughs> and i left and i went home <laughs> and it was i just remembered like looking in the mirror like oh, you're like sad in the car did you did you tell your mom you enjoyed the cake though I told her exactly what happened. I said, don't oh. send me stuff like that. What are you thinking? Like, like you should know better. No, um, you got to throw I, your mom a thank you and pretend you ate it. Mom, I'm, I'm not a liar. I'm, I'm honest. Here. Mom, should, <laughs> mom should know that, first of all, I think it's the kind of cake I like. Second of all, very inappropriate to send one without asking. Third of all, very inappropriate to send one without asking. And fourth of all, I don't want cake for my birthday, mom. Like, like, was it like a, a giant sheet cake? Like a big yeah. No. This was a multi-layer round cake that she'd had a professional baker make. This was a very fancy cake. What was the exterior and interior? White on white? It was Chocolate caramel, and, and on mix? the inside, it was caramel, and uh, on the inside, I think it was white. I, I don't really, I don't know. I didn't eat it, so. Yeah, I, I got Jackie a nice cake for her birthday, like two or three birthdays ago, and uh, basically, I went to a baker, and I wanted to get a good, proper cake. It wasn't as expensive as yours. It was maybe $60, like half as much. Mm. But that, to me, is still a tremendous amount for, for a sure. cake. I was surprised. And it was like, oh, well, I'm going to embarrass myself and walk out of the bakery and say, too rich for my blood. So I <laughs> bought this overpriced cake, and I brought it home. And it showed well. Like, it was fancy to look at. And I think it had rum in it or something. And it was decorated mm. classy. Like, a, like you know, a, a nice car has a brown tan interior like it, it mm -hmm. reminiscent of that and nobody liked it 
not a <laughs> not a single person like the cake. I think we are target people when it comes to cakes. They just but price it high enough that you're like, this cashier doesn't think I can afford this cake. I'm about to come in <laughs> hot though. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about getting four or five, but watching my figure, you know, I didn't even notice what the cost. How much is it? I don't care. Like. <laughs> One of my favorite episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm, Larry goes to a dinner party or something, and there's this delicious cake. Everybody's fawning over it. And he's like, Funkhauser, where'd you get this cake? And he tells him where the bakery is. So the next day he goes to the bakery and he walks in. And he says, it's an erotic bakery. It's a huge black dick with balls that he's eating. And he's like, I ate that? He's like, yes, sir. This is our this is our 12-inch like, like thick daddy or whatever. And he's like, oh, my God. Well, I don't want that got pubic hair and stuff but his buddy <laughs> doesn't realize nice. that he doesn't want it so he picks the cake up and buys it anyway and wouldn't you know it that was the night that the black family from hurricane katrina was going to be there staying mm -hmm. at his house so the little eight-year-old black girl opens the box there's a giant black dick she screams she runs upstairs it's great drama great drama I, I messed myself up with sweets like this was probably less than a week ago is like i don't know if you guys at the grocery store are the same way but I'll, I'll do my best to avoid the aisles I know are problems for me. So like the snack, the salty aisle where the pork rinds are, where the pretzels are, where the chips are. If I walk down that aisle, even on the way from like the meats mm -hmm. to the checkout, I'm going to slip up. I'm going to see something that's like, oh, two pounds of colossal cashews. Yes, please. And pork rinds and this and that. And man so I, I walked past like I had my normal <laughs> stuff. I got, I got my eggs, got my yogurts and whatnot and i was walking back through and i intentionally like didn't go down the salty aisle because mm -hmm. i'm like i know i don't have the i don't have the defense mechanisms up right now to resist There's nothing that. there for you though. so That's i went the main thing. i love the salty aisle i just i love There's it nothing there for you i want it are though. you trying to hypnotize him right now kyle there's clearly a it's whole like aisle a, of it's like an alley full of yeah things. there's an alley full of whores and, and crack i'm sure like 15 miles from me that's the place for me woody i love whores and crack i promise you i do i've never tried crack, i love I pork bet. rinds and cashews <laughs> and chips. i avoid that alley i like andy caps hot fries i like everything in that aisle except for doritos i don't like doritos very much i think those are a low quality but so i went to the right one aisle to go towards the checkout and the right aisle to it is like some sodas and sweets and stuff. For some reason, I picked up feminine hygiene products. Yeah, so, I'm incredibly impressionable. I have a heavy flow. So I to, and so I was walking down the sweet aisle. And because I don't venture down the sweet aisle that often, brand new sugar technologies were bombarding me from every Reese's side. Reese's has been working like the fucking cranberry people did Reese's, in the 90s. Yeah, they don't Oreo tell you. Reese, the Reese's company picked up the last remaining Nazi scientists. And they've been coming up with the most fantastic ways to mix chocolate and peanut butter for the past 80 years. That's and great. I walked down and I passed the Oreos. And usually I can blow past that because I because like I want to get the pork rinds and the salt. But I saw birthday cake Oreos, uh -huh. which must be a new technology that I'm not familiar with. And what really got me is I saw that delicious white cream in between the, the two cookies and the sprinkles it had on there, like the yep. flavored sugary sprinkles. And so before I know it, some demons taken me and now I'm now I've got a box of those in my cart and I get home and just absent-mindedly ate the entire thing of Oreos like nice. the next morning like it was so absent-minded that it's Good somewhere on golly. here yeah, yeah it let's was talk Oreos for a minute because I'm a big fan it? yeah um, it, I was it was it was so like second nature just to keep munching because I was high as shit and so just like oh I want something that tastes delicious like I woke mm. up the next morning and was just like, oh, 
I think I'm getting sick. <laughs> and like it took like 10 minutes before I was like, no, this is just how you feel if you eat a week and a half worth of sugar in one night. We talk about these Oreos. I'm looking yes. at this and I'm like, ooh, pick one. Amazing. Amazing. Oh my God. Chocolate or mint, fucking cherry cola Oreos. Sign me up. Oreo thins. Hold on. Who the fuck thought thins were a good idea? This is a bad idea. This ooh. is, ooh, yeah, double stuff. Okay. Triple double? Oh, right. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Don't forget. No, 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 no. Most stuff. Top left corner. That stuff is all right. It's gross. If you've never seen a most stuff, they're actually like repulsive. Because it's, it's be mostly much, the huh? stuff. <laughs> but Oreo thins? Oh my God. Somebody was just like I, there was a dick in their mouth when they came up with that idea. Uh, that guy should have been fired on the spot. <laughs> right? They'll be like, what do you think we're doing here, dumbass? <laughs> <laughs> do you think the mystery Oreo is like each cookie is a mystery or like we just don't know what's in this? Oh, my goodness. I got to wow. be honest. The second one is my preferred, like like the standard Oreo. Mm. So, so it's going thin, standard, double, and then some combination of the nonsense, probably triple and mega or, or no, no, mega and most. Most is repulsive. I had I, I had a double stuffed Oreo not too long ago, and I remember I, I cracked it open and I like tried to like bite the the cream out with my teeth. You know, I did that childish, mm-hmm. and I, and I immediately was like, "This is fucking nasty. I don't like this. <laughs> There's way too much of this shit in my mouth." This like, is amazing. I, Dude, I, like I think I would stuff. like the most if I don't have milk. If I do have milk, I'd slide to the left somewhere, and I, and as much as I ripped on thins with milk. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah, they're all yeah, good, no. but the du- you're right. It is a bit childish to go past double as an adult. That's doubles too much for me. I I I, I would prefer standard to double. Now this I, whole like, image we're looking at here, I haven't tried ninety percent. I've only maybe international tried two of these. A red lot of these velvet, are international. A red velvet Oreo that sounds very fucking good. I would I would eat that. I'd try that well, banana I, split Oreo. That sounds vile. Apple pie, no thank you. Hot and spicy cinnamon. No, not a chance. Terrible. Pumpkin spice, no. Mint, no. Pina colada is the worst. Mystery. I'm not a g- I'm not a gambler. Uh carrot cake, no. Peeps, no. Not a gambler. Pina colada. Pina colada is disgusting. Kettle corn, no. Most of these I would say no to. Cherry cola, probably gross. Maple cream, I'll give that a try. Snickerdoodle. You know, I, maybe I've come around on that. Snickerdoodles are pretty good. Dunkin' Donuts branded mocha Oreo looks terrible. Cannabis, Cannabis and, codeine. and codeine Oreo. I would try that. Actually, no, that would yeah. taste really bad. That's little Wayne's Oreos. Yeah, weed Those tastes are... terrible. That... Weed is so strong, it can ruin dark chocolate. I'm sure this will demonetize us, but I want to show Taylor and Kyle Giannis. This guy's one of the best uh, basketball players on the planet. <laughs> he was MVP like two or three years ago. He's called the Greek Freak. He's not American. And he just discovered Oreos after he made it to the NBA. And he's going to tell us about his Oreo journey. And I find it just heartwarming <laughs> so I'm no oreos asking. in greece uh, or he couldn't afford him something like that uh he must have made him i'm pretty sure i linked it correct we'll get back there i don't no, think I, he was talking I, about he, it with jake paul he wasn't I, I don't know what went wrong he said it broke he'll get it in a second but yeah yeah anyway i don't want to change the topic he'll have it in 10 seconds just Oh, of course. No, no, no. I could talk yeah. about Oreos for another 49 minutes if you guys want. Like, <laughs> just, <laughs> just talk about cookies and candies. Uh, and Yeah, so now I need to... I think I'm just going to take a circuitous route and avoid right. both I, those aisles from now on. Turn it up, and here we go. Eight Oreos before. I was like, yeah. You know, like, 
when I came to the league, that was the first thing I ate because, like, when I was younger, I was always craving them and, you know, I could never afford them, you know. So I was like, okay, when I get a little bit of money, you know, people go spend money in cars and chains and I bought Oreos, right? I ate them for, like, a month straight. No dinner, no lunch, no nothing. So I got sick. <laughs> he was like, have you ever dipped them? Oh, uh, dunked them in uh, milk? Like, no. It's like, you should try that. I took the Oreos and I threw it in the milk. He was like, no, just dunk it. Like, put it in. Like, don't worry about it. Give me a spoon. <laughs> I grabbed a spoon. I took the first one. No freaking way. <laughs> I was like, bro, this is amazing, you know. So I realized from now on, that's a every night snack. <laughs> you know what'd be funny is like after that interview, his you just see the production of him on the on the court go down. Where he's like, Giannis looking exhausted tonight in the first quarter. <laughs> he needs to find an Oreo sponsorship. That's what he needs. Mm. That man loves his cookies. I don't think Nabisco needs any help selling Oreos. They sell themselves. Look at how bold they were with those flavors, dude. They're laughing in God's face. Apple pie, ne- Neapolitan ice cream. I like the, um, the I like peeps. Neapolitan. I'm, a, I'm, the, I'm that oh, guy that peeps. likes peeps, those little chicks things. Foul. I know, I know, I know. I'm like the 1%. But I saw that they have peeps Oreos, and that was the one that I wanted to try. Peeps were the first food that, like, as a seven-year-old, I'm like, oh, a little too sweet for my blood. Like, <laughs> we'll see. Can't handle the sugar. They they make peeps. <laughs> guess, uh, they make peeps flavored like Pepsi. Alcoholic. <laughs> they make I'm peeps sorry, flavored Kyle, Pepsi. I, uh, oh. I I bought a six pack of it like last year. Peep flavored oh, I Pepsi. That. And you know, obviously, I bought it around uh, Easter last year, and I was like, "Wow, oh, yeah. this will be a fun little." Disgusting. I'm talking about. I took one sip and threw them all away. There was no like. <laughs> Well, this will grow on us. No, I won't be convinced. Was... I want them. I Go want get them. it, Rough. dude. Come Easter, I'm gonna search out Peeps food, Oreos, Pepsi. I don't give a heck. I'm. I'm gonna want to try it. I I will never try a Peeps flavored thing again. <laughs> but those those birthday cake Oreos, my God, perfect. They got oh, that yeah? what the the lab combination they came up <laughs> with. It tastes just like like a a white frosting white cake. It tastes almost like a Dunkaroo cream. Yeah. And oh, man, blast from the past. I remember feeling like I always felt like I was getting away with something eating Dunkaroos as a kid. I don't know why. I think it was because like my mom mom wouldn't let us have a lot of sweets. (laughs) And so, yeah, we were dipping cookies and frosting. I'll I'll get to the bottom of it. (laughs) uh, Do you remember what was the not Dippin' Dots uh, Fun Dip? Remember Fun Dip where like it was just. They had one form of sugar, which was a, a sugar stick that you licked to get sticky, and then five other forms of sugar that were just colored sugar. And mm-hmm. it didn't kind of, it was more the act, it was like, it was almost like eating uh, crab legs, where it was like a fun activity where in did addition you eat them? to it. I remember eating them at the Little League Baseball Park okay. when it was like my, my younger brother's game, and I'm there, and I'm bored, and they're trying to keep me occupied, and so they just fill me up Nachos. with fun dip. There was a um, YMCA we used to go swimming at, a big outdoor pool, and it had a snack shack. I don't know if there's another word yeah. for it. They sold them. That's, that, the, that candy and that location are linked for me. It's weird how that gets. It's like mm-hmm. I can, yeah, I, the only memory I have eating Fun Dip is sitting in like a little league ballpark and thinking like baseball's so fucking gay. 
But at least I have this. <laughs> but at least I get to suck on this phallic candy. Yeah, at least I get to suck on this candy. Man, what's going to happen if I mix the the red powder with the blue powder? And it's like, mm-hmm. mm, it's the same. It's the sli- <laughs> it's still sugary. Are they? I don't it's like, no, they're, they're slightly they different. different. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't like the powder as much as I liked the stick. Because the stick was more of just standard sugar. The powder, I remember the blue powder. I think it was blue raspberry. It's a little too sour. Didn't like that. Never really liked that stuff. I spe- specifically at the ballpark. I always wanted the those cheap nachos with the that orange cheese yeah, and those round mold. little chips. I never liked those. I didn't like that. I, I felt like I'm I was on the clock when I would get nachos anywhere because once the cheese was no longer hot, it was kind of punishing to eat it. It's like oh now the the cooler this gets, the more very evident it becomes that this is not cheese. Hmm. And so you're. I, you battle through it's cliche now like, but when you order more and more nachos you just stack it taller and taller on the plate what a bunch of horseshit that is they should have bigger and bigger plates pizza plates oversized pizza plates oh yeah that, that's a nacho grande i never i never order nachos anywhere i go specifically because i don't trust nacho distribution you're right they put a whole tostitos bag on there and then mm-hmm. they think they're fooling me like a two-year-old without object permanence, where I'm like, look at the amount of nachos on it. It's like, no, it's just, there's there's six pieces of meat. There's like mm-hmm. an eighth of a total onion on here. There's nothing. Like there's, I'm, I'm going to get one nacho deep under the crust of this, and it's going to be now, and it's going to be worse than regular chips because the steam from everything kind of moistening the central chips, just a disaster. So yeah. nachos are high risk. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Give me potato skins all day if that's available at the same place. But I mean, I'm, obviously, ballpark, the, you're not going to get that. What's the best appetizer at an American food place? I think potato skins are up there. I love potato skins. They're great. Mozzarella sticks. Those are good. I mean, if, if let's exclude chicken wings, because chicken wings, those are a meal also, and they're going to mm. blow the pants off of anything we say. Everybody loves chicken wings. So um, if if we're... For keeping the price tag reasonable, mm. then I I know y'all don't, but I really like that blooming onion. Mm. Um, and they do it in mo- it doesn't have to be the Outback Steakhouse one. Gluttonous. Yeah, I Kyle. specifically said American food. You went Australian on me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the, the blooming onion is the best form of them because you can dip I, them easier. I have the blooming onion maker. You ever seen this thing? Wow. You, it's the you put it on top. First of all, you have to buy. A big boy onion, like a multiple pound. Dude, onion. that's the tippity top of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You're self fulfilled. <laughs> then you get a blooming onion maker. <laughs> self actualized. Yes, everything. <laughs> everything sealed up. When there was nothing done. else, I got the blooming onion maker and began my work. <laughs> have you ever made one, or how many times have you used it? I have used it once. Okay, <laughs> and and because because the thing is, is it, it is so. Like, it is so gluttonous that, and I oh, knew it as every step of the way when I was doing this thing. I was like telling my girlfriend, I'm like, I'm making us a blooming onion tonight. I don't have that. It's very much like that, but it is not all big and metallic and made in the USA stamped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> suction cup. My God. Um, mine, but it splits the onion into all so these. So I can't put my dick in that, right? <laughs> you can end <laughs> like, you know, you batter and and uh, the thing up and, and fucking deep fry. And man, it was tremendous. They're so fucking good. I like fried onions. But uh, but it is the most gluttonous thing that that, that I can imagine making. Treat yourself. Make some tonight. Fried ball of I'm no, no I'm good. 
<laughs> good. It also like you're eating oil. Like like I you you feel greasy inside and out when you eat a pound of fried onion. Yeah, but in the moment though, great for like ten minutes. You're having a good time. You just need to pace yourself. Use a smaller onion. Yeah, stretch <laughs> it, 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 it out to twenty. It's all cold and congealed. Do I love no. when it's unbelievably obvious none of us have had dinner yet when we're doing PKN? <laughs> <laughs> all three of us are hungry. <laughs> Jackie's I've making eaten. something special. Some sort of peanut butter chicken thing. I don't know. I've never Ooh. had it. Yeah, I, I, like an Indian I lodged a complaint. That seems like too harsh. I was really just like, you know, she is, okay, taking a step back. I, like my father, autistically, I'm okay with the same food every single day. I think I had lavish for lunch, call it 355 days a year for like five years. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, my dinner, there's like three or four meals on rotation. Well, after decades of this, it would seem, I was like, I just am not excited for anything Spaghetti. on our limited menu. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, like, go ahead. Anyway, so we went to Wegmans and some other websites. We we actually watched that video Kyle sent us. Uh, I think he made like salami and something. chicken or something. And we watched that together and uh, picked out some menus that were a nice balance between like challenge of making and like, you know, the pain pleasure ratio. Mm -hmm. So tonight is a new meal. I'm looking forward to it. I, I think I might have had what you're talking Yeah. Spapeggy and meatballs. What is yeah, that? That's uh, Peggy Hill's twist on spaghetti and meatballs and it's this would have been a good trivia question because <clears> it's exactly spaghetti and meatballs except kyle let me ask do you know the secret ingredient in spaghetti and meatballs part of me wants to say it's just that peggy has made it but <laughs> the other part like thinks that maybe she does like hamburger meat instead of pork or something like that no there's like an episode where hank <clears throat> hank is telling her he's like peggy it's just that you know, we go along with spapeggy and meatballs, but it's just spaghetti. And she's like, but I am the only one that adds just the right amount of orange juice. Like, oh. I think there's, like just something that wouldn't go with it at all. Like, she's actively, all. actively ruining it. But yeah, they have like the same meals all the time is what he was alluding Bobby, to. Bobby gets into cooking as, as like his hobby and he's fantastic at it. He presents <laughs> like this big, like, I don't remember what it was, but it was like a standing rack of ribs or something. Hmm, it was so, yeah. it was dripping. And, and, and Peggy's like, oh, it looks terrible. It looks, she's shitting on it. And <laughs> she's got this dry, like, pork chop sitting there. And, and Hank's like, oh, we better eat Bobby's just, but, you know, just to get it, get rid of it, you know, get it out of here. No. <laughs> and she's like, but, but Hank, you've, you've got your, you've got your pork chops there, though. You can't. You can't eat those tomorrow. That's for Peggy and Meatball Day. You can't eat, you can't eat pork chops. Peggy and Meat. She's having a meltdown. Because <laughs> Bobby's making, he made like a rack of lamb or something. Dad, I made lamb. <laughs> and she's like, she's telling like, Bobby, what are even all these spices? Onion powder? Like, like, <laughs> like just like the most basic of basic shit. And Hank is loving it. Like, Peg, maybe we let Bobby take over some of the kitchen duties. And <laughs> she doesn't like it, but I'm glad you're experiencing the peanut chicken. I think I literally know the dish you're going oh. to have, and it's very good. I, it might be I, from yeah. Wegmans. I'm not sure. A bunch of them are. Okay. But I don't know if Wegmans is a national chain or not, but have it's a grocery had, store. Uh, and you can um, just like check the box, add to cart, and all the ingredients go to your cart. They take it to your door. 
Oh, that's yeah. convenient. Like it's, I do the same. I think it's probably going to be like chicken satay. Kyle said that earlier. Like, have you ever been to a Thai restaurant and Lots you get times. chicken satay yeah. and they have that like delicious peanut sauce you dip the chicken in? Mm, mm. Damn, I'm hungry right just now. <laughs> just right Come on just over. I'm sure she'll make play. All right, you need to wait 18 hours. hours. <laughs> I'll be there for dinner tomorrow. Stir fry is one of my favorites. Like if I'm cooking, like and I'm and staying healthy, like stir fry is the thing. Yeah, it's just everything. It's almost like it's like soup as well. I've made soups before, and like halfway through making the soup, I'm like, huh, I didn't know I had an old cabbage. You're going into and just like it, just everything goes in soup. And the same things with stir fry. Like any bell peppers or onions or just just whatever. Everything's getting thrown in there with some chicken or steak. I love that. And then I get that. I, I think I was telling you the other day that artificial sugar that I use. Mm-hmm. It, they use alcohol sugar but it like i can't digest that stuff i need i, I need something to ma- help me digest it because it gives me so much gas that i can't stand myself mm-hmm. like i don't i like, like like my ass is hurting from farts like like this is enough like like, mm-hmm. like i'd rather have the calories and just run them off than than eat that fake brown sugar again uh this is not on food but uh the past 24 hours of fish tank have been absurd have okay. kyle have you seen any of the clips <clears throat> i saw the twitter clip you sent where there was a sledgehammer involved it looked like it might have been a croquet mallet it is a croquet mallet here i'll i'll put this up here zach if you can it's just a twitter post basically jimmy is a dangerous retard who is one of the contestant was one of the contestants and he had already had a snafu with one of the female contestants a couple weeks ago. Uh, Pause this real quick. Pause it, Zach. So the lead up to this is that this girl, Brittany, is a freeloader. And, you know, fish tank is is difficult. And so she's not a real contestant. As contestants get eliminated, they bring in people called freeloaders who are just meant to kind of ruin their time there and cause problems and, and exacerbate drama and such. And so that 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 phone right there that she's smashing wow he burst it you can you can pause it there it was just the the initial clip look at that fucking finishing god of war finishing move he's mortal combat worthy she that girl was like told by the tts like hey take jimmy's phone which is like a six dollar goodwill toy phone like and destroy it's a baby's it. Baby's toy. That like right? pr- like production gave it to him like as a joke, and he'd mm-hmm. been like doing like little bits where he would talk on it in like a crazy okay. way. My and mind so is this, being changed quickly. Is this <laughs> this girl Wilson Spalding? You know, yeah, from, it's, uh, it's basically Wilson. Help me, what is this movie? Uh, Castaway. Yeah, and so this this lunatic Jimmy is at the time. If you see the clip. There's a there's a room in the house that has fake turf in it and a doghouse and is made up to look like it's outside. And there's a bell outside the doghouse. And that's where you start beefs. And so if Kyle and I were in the fish tank and we were contestants, I could go to the thing and go ding, 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 and be like, I'm starting beef with Kyle. And then Kyle would have to come in there. Everyone would come in and then Jet or Sam or whoever would come up and be like, all right, your challenge is race around the house or who can who has the better battle rap right now the better insult <laughs> comedy routine whoever just make them do something retarded and then the winner gets to go about their day the loser has to put on a collar a leash that chains them to the wall next to the doghouse they have to stay in the doghouse for the next like 16 hours 
and part of the rule until noon the next day. And so if I challenge Kyle to a beef at 6 p.m. and he beats me, the next 18 hours I'm in the doghouse laying there with half my body out of it. And the way it works is that if I would need to go to the bathroom, I need to be like, Kyle, Kyle, take me out. Take me out. And then you have to come into the doghouse and take the leash and walk me to the bathroom and wait outside while I go. Well, that's just, you know, I would hope he'd be a good owner for me. (laughs) And I'd be like, come on, man. If if, if you'd lost, I would have taken you out (laughs) and some of the shit like that. And so I gave you a diaper. This is what you get for calling me out. (laughs) As as this is happening upstairs, everybody's in the doghouse area because Uh someone had just initiated beef against Jimmy, the, the hammer swinger. And yeah, there's the doghouse. And what? so out of nowhere, I saw I watched this live last night at like 1230. Like last thing I did before bed, I'm watching the doghouse challenge. And I just see a bunch of people in chat going B2, B2, like bedroom two, like B2, B2. Brittany's breaking the phone. Brittany's breaking the phone. Everyone in the house was in the doghouse area other than her. And so I go to B2 and I see this girl like lining up like with girl swings trying to break that phone. And it was like. It was like a legit horror movie when I saw Jimmy arrive at the top of those stairs. And there's like a second and a half where Jimmy's getting speed and she doesn't realize what's happened yet. And I remember being like, oh, oh, like someone, someone stop him. And he, he bursts in, shoves her into the corner. She screams because she's scared. He throws the fucking mallet at her. Bad news. Immediately, you know, Jet and the the production are like we we're going we need to go watch a replay of this we need to see what fucking happened they they wrangle Jimmy throw him in his own room locked up and you know Jet comes up and is like dude Jimmy you're off the show like you, you, you we're eliminating you you can't you cannot do this that's fucking absurd did he hit her with the croquet mallet I, he, I saw uh, he threw it in her direction I couldn't tell if he made contact according oh, to God. no he didn't hit her with the croquet mallet he <laughs> threw the mallet but he shoved her and. Uh, this was the second incidence of him like getting rowdy with a female contestant. Like two weeks earlier, a different freeloader in the house. They were doing a contest where one of the most mean spirited contests. It was so fucking funny. It was like two groups of four against each other. The first part of the challenge, you have to smoke 60 cigarettes as a team as fast as you possibly can. How many team members? Four, four to five team members per team. I don't remember if it was four or five. They had to go into a room and just the door closed. They had to smoke 60 cigarettes as fast as they could. Immediately following the cigarette smoking competition, hot dog eating contest. And so they had to go down there and eat hot dogs. And the team that Jimmy was on was losing. And he gets they when they finally finished smoking the cigarettes, they got blown out in the cigarette portion. The other Mm. teams are already almost done with the hot dogs. And so they get down there and this girl, this freeloader summer Jimmy's screaming like, we eat the hot dogs, eat the fucking hot dogs, eat the hot dogs. And she's like, I'm a, I'm a vegetarian. I'm not eating the hot dogs. And then he's like, then eat the bread, you fucking bitch, you fucking bitch, eat the fucking bread, you faggot, bitch, retard, cunt. He's losing his mind, screaming at this girl, eat the fucking bread. And she eats like two buns, maybe. And at Mm. this point, the, the, the other she's hot just dog team. begging for a croquet mallet to the, the midsection. <laughs> just begging, different girl, <laughs> weeks apart, and this this girl, 
like totally had stopped trying. Most of the Jimmy team members had stopped trying because by this point, the opposing team had finished their hot dogs and they were onto the CrossFit portion of it, mm-hmm. which is the final part of the challenge. Mm-hmm. And so they're all up there like after, with 20 cigarettes each. And I'm like having to do burpees, like uh, uh, <laughs> trying to do it. And the, the, the Jimmy's just screaming at this girl, like, eat the fucking bread, you cunt, you cunt. Mm-hmm eat the bread and she's like i'm not going to eat the bread anymore and she's sitting in the kitchen and you can see <laughs> sam sam is dressed like fucking yosemite sam like a <laughs> lunatic and he's standing in the corner watching jimmy scream at this five foot two hundred pound soaking wet girl and she's like i'm not eating the fucking bread anymore and he's like you will eat the bread eat the bread <laughs> he's screaming at her to eat the bread and so then she's still sitting there like no and he like lunges at her almost headbutts her and screams like a psychotic patient like fight me scream <laughs> and, and, and yeah he screamed fight me he with his, fight his me. head right here and uh, sam had to jump in and be like oh no 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 no, no. we don't <laughs> scream at people and he's he jimmy's being yes, held we back do. Jimmy's yes, being held do. back, screaming like, she wouldn't eat the fucking bread! She wouldn't eat... And so they have to, like, remove him from things, and Sam is trying to talk him through it, like, we don't scream at people, we don't threaten people, that's not what we're trying to do, you know? You're just, you just, And then the whole time, Jimmy is just not... His wires are not connecting, where he just keeps being like, Sam, or Judge, because it's Judge Goldstrike. It's like, Judge, I get it, but... This none of this would have happened if she would have fucking ate the bread. If she just would have eaten the bread, this wouldn't have happened. She forced my hand, like if stuff this was like football, that. Football, Jimmy yeah. would be considered a team leader, right? Yeah, he, Jimmy, he's the guy who whips the rest of the team in line and and drives them to victory. Jimmy yep. was the uh, basically the Ramsey Bolton of the house, where every time he started losing his mind, I'm like, oh, what the fuck is Jimmy gonna do next? Because he's an erratic lunatic. Uh, it's been so fucking funny the past 24 hours uh like maybe 20 minutes before we came on this show there was another physical altercation between two of the girl contestants that i didn't see come out they started yelling and and throwing stuff at each other and then one of them keep in mind they've been doing boxing training and fighting (laughs) training punching training every day and so this one girl just whoo punches another girl right in the fucking face and so then the production had to come and be like all right get in the basement in the ba- both of you we need to work this out so it's it's what getting fuck? pretty fucking wild over there very entertaining fish tank Can I just say, i'm not sure about this. i'm not sure about this uh this jimmy situation i feel like there should have been a, a kangaroo court assembled and a, and a judgment made because it just seems like he's defending himself and being a good team leader <laughs> i'm I, if I can, I can imagine. You know how I get over code names. We're not even keeping score. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There's fifty thousand dollars on the line. You put me on a team with a girl who's in, in an eating contest, and she can't. She tells me that like, oh, I don't eat meat. And it's for how long? Oh, for the last six months, I've made a vow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Thanksgiving, of course, I ate with family, but you know, I'm very serious about. I'd be like, uh, no, no, you have to eat hot dogs. She should have been eliminated. I'm like, kind of like, she was. She was the quickly. bread. Well, thing, that's good. Like it, they could have divvied up meat and bread and still respected her diet. I, I'm with Kyle, eighty um, yeah. percent. But like, I, you know, she could still do her level best and just do bread. We can make that work. Yeah. But the whole concept of like it is okay to bully, abuse, and destroy other people's stuff 
it is not okay to defend yourself. I'm like, whoa, this really, I, I don't even know how to behave in this world. You, you can destroy people's things. And so like, you're a retard if you bring something you really like, and, and like they're wearing clothes that were provided to them because it's 70s mm -hmm. theme. And so like, if someone breaks in and cuts up somebody's clothes, it's not their clothes that got cut up. It's like clothes that sure, production do gave you them. have no clothes now. Yeah, if, if something like that happens, you're just out of like TJ, one of the contestants had his shirt stolen and then just didn't have a shirt for like two straight weeks, was what? walking around <laughs> without a shirt on and he was anti-confrontational. And so like the person who he was going I'm around, not. like, did someone take my shirts? And then the person that stole them was like, yeah, I saw production come up and steal all your shirts. And he's like, oh, OK. And that was that was it. But like this guy, Jimmy, had been given so many chances because after he screamed, fight me. To that girl after the fucking bread eating incident, that girl got to decide, like, does does Jimmy get eliminated for this or does Jimmy get to stay? And he has to sign a document that says he will not come within 10 feet of any female contestants, a restraining <clears throat> order. And so for like a, five days, there was a restraining order where, like, he had to keep moving out. But slowly that kind of phased out. He seemed to be going back to like a less loon, less of a loon. They and this, the society. this last night one was insane like the the I, I mallet kind of inside the only thing that you wouldn't me be back if you over, watched it. <laughs> i just watched he's a, it he's a lunatic oh the oh, lead okay up like if i saw more of him like you, like more, like you would with... you guys would both identify him as uh an erratic retard right away where you'd be like oh uh, th okay. this guy like he clearly has huge issues with women like he, he's always he's like a, a habitual liar always like making up stories and stuff it was he was a fucking right. weirdo, but he helped create content, I don't like and any so of that. I enjoyed him. Yeah, I don't like that either. That's hard to defend. But I, I put myself in that. I, I guess I daydream about how I do in the fish room, and I, I think my buttons might be too easy to push, and that I, I, I yeah. just couldn't live in a world where they're allowed to push my buttons all the time, and I'm supposed to just yeah take it on the nose. You, you'd have to. Well, it's mostly contestant to contestant change. or contestant to freeloader. So like the way you would do it is like. Oh, you found out that fucking somebody cut up your shorts and they, you know, put your toothbrush in the garbage disposal. You can't hit them, but you can go out of your way to be like, okay, you're my bitch now. I'm finding all your shit and I'm destroying all of it. Any challenge we have, I'm doing this. I'm going to the doghouse and I'm starting to beef with you because I want to make sure you're in the doghouse for the next 20 hours and I'm not going to Every take time out. I need to pass gas, expect me to visit. Yeah, the expect me to visit the doghouse and just like <laughs> empty my bowels in there. So this was, I, I watched that show. It's one of those Alaska survival shows with teams of people. And this exact thing is what caused the downfall of the show. It was the ability to do whatever you wanted to the other team's shit, but they couldn't beat you up. The mm. show, the show almost immediately ended when someone like, "You sure that's what you mean by the rules? Are you sure that's what the rules are, cameraman? All right, let's go to their side and take all their warm things in Alaska away." And it's the game's over now because like half the people mm. don't want to work with these shit heels who would steal mm. someone's sleeping bags in Alaska at night. And the other half is like, yeah, we've got all the sleeping bags now. Fuck y'all. And so like bunches of them, swaths of them quit. And they set up a challenge that the cheaters, I guess, couldn't win and just let the other people win. And mm -hmm. this all happens in the course of like two episodes. Mm -hmm. It's like the show just immediately goes downhill and is ruined when you can do that. Now, what, what I would like is like a trial by combat. Oh, you didn't like what Jimmy did? Jimmy, name you. You gonna represent yourself, or would you like to name a champion? I got me. 
<laughs> I stands on my business. Dude, uh, <laughs> Sam has had them do that. Like there have been beefs really? where that's what I would oh want. one one of the one of the contestants, like this five foot ten guy, was like tired of Judge Sam like uh, coming after him with stuff, and so this guy started a beef with Sam, a contestant. He's like, I'm starting a beef, and then he's like, with who? And he's like, with Judge. And so then Sam comes up there in his fucking cowboy boots and lifts and his top hat looking enormous <laughs> with his padded shoulder thing. And he's like doing his his ridiculous voice where he's like, all right, you're, you're starting beef with me, TJ? Well, Vance, go grab the boxing gloves. And so then he... Ooh, it doesn't uh, the beef starter get to choose <laughs> how the beef is conducted? Uh, the production just picks a beef. Uh, if you can oh. find the clip of... of uh, judge fighting TJ. If you can pull that up, Zach, I'd appreciate it. He pieced up like in like a not like like he obviously could have killed this guy if he wanted to, mm. but because he called out the head host of the show, Sam had to kind of take him to task a little bit. And technically, TJ won because in the middle of getting beat up by this giant man, Sam. Sam like pops him in the face and TJ's stunned and Sam's like, oh, no, no, no. like we're, we, we want to be done. Right. Like we're, we're done with this. And TJ did that. Like fucking Randy Marsh. Like I didn't hear no bell. Like I said, <laughs> he, he's just he's like, t- he's 10 inches shorter than Sam way smaller. He's like, no. And so then Sam goes like, whop, whop, like hits him a couple more times. And yeah, here's the TJ Sam boxing match. <laughs> Oh. oh no! <laughs> no! <laughs> Just pushing him around more than punching, really. He's wanting to throw that left. Oh, man. <laughs> Watch the mantle. The heart. No. Watch the heart. I can hear the girls gasping. That left is so brutal. He's throwing it from his fucking waist. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, that straight right that is good a, too. Look at him. Well, oh. No, he's like, wait, no, go back up because he keeps going. This is when he says no. Oh, he's not, he's not done. done. He says no and hits the gloves again. He said, "Think it, dream no. it, do it." That's the TTS. TJ. Oh, all right. Keep going. Think it, dream it, do it. Think it, dream it, do it. Think it. Is that only using me blades voice? Think it, dream it, do it. Sorry, guys. We gotta stop. We gotta stop. We gotta stop. <laughs> oh, oh no! Did he say you're not the boss? He said no. You said you got you got the balls. You got the balls. Yeah. And this is after that. That guy his ass and then, and then reminding him he's not the boss. I was like, this is fucking kicking his ass twice. That is funny, but no, he was like, he gained a lot of respect. He gained a lot of respect in the tank that day, and that was after that guy who got in the fight showed up in the tank with like two foot long luscious locks of hair and now he's a skinhead because for part of the challenge he had to shave it and then then he lost it's there have been so many fucking funny moments i'm hoping that losing a couple of these guys doesn't impact it too much he made them take uh he came in as dr gold striker yesterday and he made them take autism and iq tests and so then and then ranked them based on iq and had them like stand in line and was like first place taylee with 134 Second place, Jimmy 
with 126. And then I don't remember a lot of the other ones. And one of the freeloaders is this really loud and obnoxious gay black guy. He, he got an 82 <clears throat> on the IQ test. <laughs> an 82, which is literally borderline score. retarded. Mm -hmm. Borderline retarded. It was very, very fun. Um, <laughs> like, not exactly uh, that, but I keep getting these uh, YouTube shorts from teachers. Mm -hmm. And they're talking about, I guess, the pandemic really threw a wrench into an already cluttered machine of education. And so they're, they're like, my kids can't read. My kids can't spell. My kids, my kids don't know what conjugation is. My kids don't know. And, and, and it's, it's, one, it's a montage, by the way. Like, like mm -hmm. you're, and it's every grade. I got mm -hmm. high schoolers that can't even sit in a, sit, sit in a chair for 20 minutes. Like, like they can't, they're, they're illiterate. They're fucking illiterate. Um, they couldn't, none of them, I mean, there's the funny one where uh, they, they don't know how to read a clock. I guess a lot of people, like Gen Z, doesn't know how to read a clock anymore. Mm. Because I've heard that. I have a hard time believing it. But. I have a hard time believing it too, but these teachers tell me they can't fucking spell, and they're like 16, like can't fucking. Well, that, I, and I, you know what? That, that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, like like words like I mean, you like, really thrive in life. I bet. <laughs> like they can't spell their. I bet. I know. <laughs> they can't spell their five and six letter words yet, and they're like driving age, and it's it's like this isn't gonna cut it. In the I, I don't know. I think I think every generation says that, but at some point, there's truth to like when kids can't read and write and tell tell you what time it is with a fucking clock. Um, I guess I could understand. I remember lots of it of, um standardized testing involving the hands of clocks. Mm -hmm. I remember that like there's a whole section with like the hands of a clock and like how how long will it be until lunchtime Tuesday? It's Monday. Oh shit. Let's figure this out. Like mm. that's a hard thing when you're in like second grade. I don't think that a high schooler could do that now if they don't have a real fucking clock. Because they don't know what the hands mm -hmm. do. That's like, okay, the big hands gotta be the hours. That's I pretty embarrassing. Suspected very <laughs> Can kids read a clock? Well, I don't know. Tell me the housing prices of the school that you're going to, and I'll let you know if they can read a clock. If the if the median uh, home mm. price is half a million dollars, those kids can read a clock just fine. Dude, people well, are right. All those teachers who are like, if well, you know, you're not going to be able to know how to spell if you just use spell check for everything. You're not going to be, and it's like they were kind of right about that. Like, yeah. the more like there's no reason for kids to know how to read an analog clock now, and so they can't. And if they, like think of like how if chat GPT gets huge the same way, like spelling and reading a, a clock face is by the wayside. If people are using chat GPT and AI for like all critical thinking, that will fade. I think Basically, us the plot having, to Wally. Having gone there? through yeah. school without having us having gone through and a lot of people having gone through school without smartphones has to be a huge advantage. Like for we had sure. to actually do things. Like, there was no cheat button. This seems like a cheat button if I'm in school. Like if mm -hmm. I'm back to like testing day and it's like oh my god if i just knew if i just knew the answer to this question then i know the answer to the next four questions but i can't remember that one little thing i can't remember the character's name and it's just like fucking oedipus's brother of course it's fucking all right now i went from making like a 72 to like an 84 like it's a whole mm -hmm. huge difference and but i'm just imagining all the ways you could use technology now to just come straight up cheat the ability to you're like James James Bond, just having the camera and being able to like take pictures of like anything that's on the teacher's desk. If I could get into the teacher's room, and I could, 
and like have access to her desk with a camera phone, I would have every test. I used to do that anyway. Like I would, there was yeah. plenty of times when like you could go in there and be at her desk or do things if you were the kid who was friendly with her. Oh, do you need something from your desk, Miss Walker? I'm over there rifling through shit. But if I had had a camera phone to document and like, I don't know. I don't think I, I had to cheat. Oh, I, I had to do analog style cheating. The way I cheated was like filling out index cards and then like wearing a coat on on like a day in May, <laughs> like just putting, <laughs> putting, just like having a Billy Wee coat and then just having like the zipper down a little bit. And I got a note card in there that shows me how to conjugate the Italian <laughs> verbs. And I'm here's just my like, move. Oh, I was in the I was in so, my zone. My move is to put the notes on the desk. They're on the desk. Doesn't They're work in college small. though, because you're bouncing around so much. Well, uh, the the you know, the test that I'm going to take is in oh. you know I'm in science class. I'm writing science notes on the desk. I've got the book and I'm just putting oh. them all. They're so on like the wooden desk. The weeks written up to it. it. You're just writing that. notes on the desk. Well, maybe just the day of the test. I'm just oh, like, okay. all right. I know this is about like the makeup of a cell or, or fucking mitochondria or whatever. Like I put my fucking like summarize this shit, write it on my desk, cover it with my test. They're not looking for, they're not peeling it up and looking at the script. There's scribble all over our desk. There's fucking mm. pentagrams and shit that, that, that was flat S that never failed. Yeah. The one with the angles, the S. You the fucking, like, S. Yeah. 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 I remember yeah. I would do that sometimes. Like I would use a pencil you know, and write a. like, uh, like singular, possessive, or whatever, and like write all the like the conjugations for whatever Italian words it was, and then like go to turn in my test every single time because like the last thing I do is I smudge all of the cheating I did. So just a palm full of graphite, handing <laughs> in my test every single time. Still, I've I've also done this. Um, this one is ingenious if you ask me. Yeah, I um I think this was for spelling. Uh, I would write the words. Very clearly and legibly, but small, on the marker board, up in the corner or something, and no one would not. Now I can, now I have notes that no one can blame on me. I have like, whoops! You, looks like someone forgot to erase the corner of the marker board. There's that hard word. Wait, you could. What what was your teacher doing that you could just go write all the words for spelling up there? Not all the words, but maybe the one I was having a problem with. Like like oh. I would def. I would put. I would put notes up there like cheats up there behind her and the board had to huge, cheat right? spelling of course <laughs> spelling spelling course just <laughs> easy peasy baby mm -hmm. i was like i i loved spelling spelling tests were my jam especially as a kid like like grade school because i was always like oh here comes the the time where i feel like a fucking genius because all these dumbasses don't know some words have a ph for an f sound i i remember when i was in like i don't know fifth grade they're like, what's your worst subject? And I wrote down spilling because it. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the funniest thing. Come high, high school, it's not funny anymore. <laughs> what and what's your favorite? Launch. <laughs> <laughs> and they like gyme. Yeah. <laughs> gyme and lounge. <laughs> Pretty good. Oh, oh all right. <laughs> oh. oh, I caught up on um uh for all mankind. Me too. Um, I, I I really like that. I didn't recognize that that was the same North Korean, but mm. for for Taylor's benefit, the the Mars is kind of a tri triumvirate kind of thing where you mm -hmm. have the United States, of course, the Soviet this. Union, yeah, yeah, yeah. and North fucking Korea. <laughs> and yeah, the How North did they Koreans get in went the mix. Um, they were actually the first one there. The, the China? 
Uh, North Korea. So here's what happened. This is a bit of a spoiler, but you don't seem to want to watch the show because you have bad taste. Um, (laughs) They have like they essentially have a new moon race. It's the Mars race. And in the in the running, you have the United States of America, NASA. You have uh, the Soyuz program over in the Soviet Union. You have a a third party that's like the world's the world's Elon Musk. He's Mm -hmm. this black super genius guy who's like really dead set on this thing. Helios, I think, is his company. And then, like, in secret, North Korea is like, we're in it, too. They don't tell. Now, they just go. And what they do, like, no. everybody else. No one everybody even knows else, close. Nobody even knows what's. Everyone else sends these almost trillion-dollar whole group of astronauts are inside. They have some sort of fancy secret plasma in, energy engines. It's a whole thing, just like the moon mm-hmm. race, where, where there's and, failures and setbacks. North they also Korea. bring when they get there. They have they call them habs, but we'll call them little buildings and stuff. That Habitats, live in, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're planning to stay. You know, they're going to land. They they're setting down roots essentially, and they're there for the long haul. Eventually, they're going back home. But this is a big science mission, and it's a big deal to get there first, obviously, because they who's going to put the first boot on the moon? The North Koreans don't give a shit about any of that jazz. They take one man, I think. They put him in one rocket. They give him a bunch of cans of tuna and they launch him at Mars as fast as his little shit rocket will go. Mm-hmm. And he's the first man to Mars. This poor North Korean is like, I think maybe he had friends, but they all died. That could have happened. He had too. one friend and, and didn't they have a gun? Did, did one kill the other? I'm not sure. Um, but I do know they had no hab and they had no way home. They just won the race to Mars with yeah. this kamikaze mission. Good for them. That's, That's exactly it. Like they that. sent a kamikaze mission, <laughs> and then and then of course there's this huge crazy moment where the Americans meet the North Korean, and he's like, you know how they are. He's like, oh, this is this is the North Korea planet. <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa, buddy, let's talk about this. How many cans of tuna you got left? <laughs> so, do they um, invite him in? Is there a debate, like a, we'll a moral see. thing, where they're like, are we going to leave him to die on Mars, and then? Well, see, this show's really good about not wasting a lot of time and resting on their laurels. Once they get to Mars and everything stabilizes in three or four or five episodes, they they do like a 10 year later kind of thing. And now Mars is like a little mini city where like bureaucracy and Mars bucks and shit. Um, And, and, you know, and now the North Koreans and everybody's under one roof, essentially, in the in, in this time period. And the North Koreans have their own little North Korean side of the base where it's like the doors locked and they're all in there with their uniforms so all stuffy. NASA and the Soviet Union are a partnership and they do everything together and every like more than just like friends, they're practically the same team. You know, mm-hmm. they don't they, they'll have a Russian pilot and an American whatever co-pilot that work together. North Korea on the other hand has their own section. You're not allowed over there. Like it, it, it there's strict security, there's guards in front of any door that leads so they're not part of the yeah. but they're still connected part of the mm-hmm. mission a little yeah I don't know. okay yeah it, it's neat I, I i enjoy that show uh i, I will get to, to that show maybe at some point but and you'll be and you you will be overjoyed <laughs> you're too far behind you, at this point you you're will like, be overjoyed no i'm north korea i'm gonna fire right to the front i'm gonna just watch all the episodes no, you're not. You're not. <laughs> you know what i'll like, do i'll jump into watch the series backwards. Whatever, whatever's current right now i'll just start I'll put the pieces yeah, together. Every season's about season finale hours. this Friday. We're on season five, I think. Oh, okay. Season well, then five, season finale is Friday. So Kyle, watch. Do that you think be- that Ed Baldwin's plan will work? Yes. 
Ed Baldwin yep. is going to steal the asteroid. They will have it on Mars. Um, next season will be all about the whole... Mars is going to become its own fucking colony, city, superpower of its own. Hmm. And and I think it's going to be... You may even see this... I, I'm hesitant to say this because they just had Gorbachev get taken out. So it seems like the Soviet-American uh, thing is, is distancing Fragile. itself. Yeah. But I think that once you have a Mars versus Earth scenario, there's going to be a more of that's going to bring them back together next season. I think that's where we're going 100 percent. People are going to die uh, in the taking of this asteroid. It's going to be a shit show. People, like a line's going to be drawn on the sand, right? It's like, are you a Martian or an Earthling, motherfucker, or a Terran? You know, like like we got we've got the rock, like we've got the power. It's going to be interesting. Like, are they going to send military? The Soviets would. The Soviets would send soldiers to, to like take their the rock back. One thing, oh. Taylor, that's kind of cool is, um, like, so th- this thing's been existing for like 10, 15 years, and no one knew it, but this KGB and CIA agents embedded in there. Mm-hmm. And, like, the station commander is like, I think his name might be Jimmy. Like, Jimmy, you, you've been CIA this whole time? And, I and like, I'm the XO. I don't know. And he's like, oh, I wouldn't be a very good CIA agent if he knew. It's like, yeah. fuck. You know? And, and then the CIA agent, I think, knew who the KGB agent was. Those yep. two are doing spycraft this whole fucking time, and no oh. one else even knows that spycraft is happening. You gotta space those guys, send them out. Just I would in the vacuum, and just I think they yeah. needed them for something. Mm. Who will subvert our new colony if not for these guys? <laughs> I, I'm a big. It's, I tell you what, I love Ed, and I like back him 100. percent And okay. so that means that I have very strong opinions about other characters who are meant to be. Well, I kind of agree with them, but most of the time, nah, fuck all y'all. I'm on Ed's side, so I've drawn a line as well. Um, I, I first of all, I hate his daughter. Okay, she is she is just the most annoying cunt. Like like smile once, lady, just once. You just once you're, you're here. Okay, they gave you all the money you begged and, and whined for. They sent you to the planet you wanted to go to yourself. They let you bring your dirty fucking sick kid. Your daddy's right there, and what are you doing? Whining. Daddy, why don't you spend some more time with me? Because I'm trying to steal $12 trillion worth of iridium, you dirty Taylor's benefit. You bitch. She's up there trying to do science. and Specifically, she wants to find life, and she has this way of finding methane, which, unbeknownst to me, is a byproduct of bacteria. So she might find bacteria, which could maybe lead to some other kind of life. And and she's using methane as the telltale Mm -hmm. for finding life. And she's kind of relegated to this, like, all right, pat her on the head. You go over there, look for life. We're trying to make money. Yeah. Okay. Well, I will get to her right after. And she's Asian. That's the problem, though. She's Asian. And she's like an ugly one, too. Like like one of the really unfortunate. (laughs) Yes. She's not. No, she's hideous. Her face is a weird, wrinkly and odd I'm sick of ugly people on TV. I wouldn't want someone who looked like me on TV. I want attractive, svelte, good, good jawlines, good physiques, big tits. Like there's that's some what fatties I want. on Mars too. I've been noticing that, and I'm like, I don't think they'd have flown your fat ass. You can't I, be I, fat on Mars. That's selfish. Do you, I don't know what it like. Like they always talk about the price per like pound or kilo to get it into just into orbit, much less to fucking Mars. It's like ten thousand dollars a pound or something. There's no way you're hiring a woman thirty pounds overweight. Yeah. There's no fucking way. Are you, That's three- are you saying Kelly Baldwin is the fat one? 
No, Kelly's like a. Of course, she's thin and ugly. Like, but there's a fat oh, okay. bitch like <laughs> like sweeping up in on Mars. I've seen several fatties over there, and <laughs> and you can tell they're like lifetime time fatties. They didn't get to Mars and then plumped up on that gruel they eat over there. <laughs> like, if anything, they they probably thinned down recently. They when they showed up originally, they were you know full of arties. Exactly. Carl's you're gonna show depending that on the geography. Yeah, I found Kelly a picture Baldwin's of Kelly Baldwin. I want Taylor to weigh in on mm-hmm. whether she's ugly. Or I yes. I mean, I don't think she's smoking or anything, but she doesn't. She's not stand out ugly. Yet. If you look uh, from the side profile, like, she disappears. She's got like assistant deputy secretary of transportation. Look. Like, this is just, the least part kind of her brow. Gets. <laughs> who cares? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, though. Like someone who would be standing in the back, who draws no attention. While someone's talking about how we're we've got a new federal, I'm lining uh, more up with Taylor than Kyle. For, she's for not paint. Hollywood pretty. Not, a, not I'm not not trying to argue. Show that. me one where she's more greasy and flat faced. This is her best angle, and this is I'll be honest. Her brow is always furrowed. She's got resting bitch face. This is the is the there you look constantly, constantly. This mm, <laughs> she just you. looks I like the it. most. Well, she's a Chinese lady, so she must she might be the most average looking person on the planet. Can Probably you show that so. one. She's, she's literally the average, huh? I yeah, think they, they, I think it's a yeah, man. I think there's more men that, than women in China. You're probably that right. picture to me on is Earth. a little flattering. The one that's on the screen right no, there's now. More there's women one there. I chose that I I sure? chose it to be very neutral. It's not her worst look, but it is a common look. Like this is just her at work. Mm. Is she pretty? Not ugly though. Like she yeah. doesn't stand out to me as like a really unfortunate looking. She's person. a perfect five. Like just the, <laughs> the most average of average. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't look yeah. at her and think, "Wow, what an uggo," but I also wouldn't think, "You know what? what you know what I think made her win my heart a little bit? She's a bit of a slut. Like she went to Mars, and there is like no infrastructure. This is that first race Kyle was talking about. They mm-hmm. land. It's they, men the now. Russian ship oh. broke, so they took all the Soviets and put them on NASA's ship, and they do not have room or food for any of this. But what does she do? She fucks the Russians. This chick spreads her legs like immediately. She's ball boning this dude. And yep. I'm like, all right, I, I like her. She's a all Mars right. whore. I forgot. I forgot that she was a Mars whore. She had mm-hmm. that fucking commie baby with, mm-hmm. with that. And it came out so Asian. Like, like <laughs> it came out so Asian. Yeah. It's like she, she, she's, she's, a, she's adopted Chinese and her baby came out extra Chinese. It, it like doesn't even make her being sense. adopted doesn't make her less Chinese ethnically like. Genetic. I didn't. Well, I'm not suggesting that, but but her fucking a Russian should make her baby a little bit less Chinese. That oh, thing. she fucked like a white Russian guy. She and gave the baby, birth to Sulu. The baby she just coming. met the guy. Yeah. She just met him. Baby came like, out wielding she's chopsticks. Raw dogging on Mars with him, and Kyle's blasting her. No, we should be praising her. Yeah, where do you get a calculator in the womb? Wow, that's very I, Asian of him. <laughs> I hate. I, I guess he wouldn't. That part it. of the show, I hate. I hate. I I I want her to die. Mm-hmm. And I want her to die soon. I say it every episode that I want Kelly Baldwin to die. I want her mm. dirty child to die. And I, I <laughs> want Ed child? to get... Yeah, that dirty child Isn't she brought. He's kind of cool. No, he's all weird and spastic and socially he awkward. He climbed like, through the HVAC vents to steal things to sabotage the asteroid mission. You gotta like him. That is literally the only thing he has ever done, and it happened last episode at the end. Okay, I'm remembering back to when, when Ed is trying to connect with his grandson, and he's doing the family tradition of putting the cheap Parmesan on on their spaghetti, too much of it at that, and then mixing it up and eating it because they've been doing this shit, Taylor, since 1966. 
Mm. Okay. Since 1966, we've been following these people and they've been putting that Parmesan on their scatty and mixing it up and eating it. And the little Chinese boy is on Mars with his grandpa and his evil mom. And they're eating. He's like, look what I got. Mars scatty. And she's like, look what I got. Cheap Parmesan from Earth. And he goes, here you go, you little spastic fuck that's just staring <laughs> at the floor and won't make eye contact with me. And he goes, no. And he stirs it up. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be good. And he like gets up, like shoulders all weird, and like walks away like super awkwardly. And the, and, and the grandpa's like, what the fuck? What the yeah, fuck well, was that? And she goes, I can't believe you tried to give him cheese. Don't you know how Asian he is? Don't you know that <laughs> could kill him? He was He's a strict diet of last. His preference on the kid putting... If Ed Baldwin put his cheese on my spaghetti, I'd be like, bro. like I, You've had 50 years of spaghetti-eating experience. The boy had <laughs> never seen this shit before. He's like, let me show you how Baldwins do it. Fellow Baldwin, youngling, my ancestor... My, 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 I am your ancestor. Let me show you how we do this. This is the family tradition. Me and your mother are bonding right so now you in a way you can't even comprehend. That? So pro ed that I I'm wanted the child cheese. to be. be I, here's, I, I felt like the child Taylor needed a, a dash. The pre existing biases coming <laughs> into this. I, I wanted them to dash. I wanted them to throw the spaghetti on the floor and make the child clean it up or like throw water, cold water in his face or smack him or like send him down to level four where they would kill for spaghetti, you know, where they're down there eating that so alcohol the, made with the old refrigerator. For Taylor's benefit. They have been one of like Ed Baldwin, who's the lead character, mm-hmm. does a poor job interfacing with children for all five or six seasons. You put him with a kid and yeah. he's just screaming at the kid. You can't learn to ride a bike faster. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Like like the kid's an idiot. scared and in tears. And uh this was just a yet another Ed Baldwin, like intimidating of child. I don't uh, like episode. this guy. I don't like yeah, Ed one bit literally, on that one thing you've said. And I guess Ed Baldwin, I'm never watching this show. Ed <laughs> so that's I've, my decision is made. I'm back into show. Age of Empires 2 now. So oh that's what I'm doing. <laughs> it's such a good Teed show. off against Bobby. It's a good night. show. I feel like him. this season lost it. I, I, I'm not saying yeah. that I've given up on the show. Just that this is the worst season so far. Yeah, I agree too. Yeah. Um, mostly because I... There are characters that I hate that we're spending too much time on, and there are timelines that I hate that we're spending too much time on, and the things that I care the most about, which is the science progression, the spacey shit, flying spaceships, accomplishing things, big missions and goals, and the cooperation, as well as the, I don't know, what the, whatever the opposite of cooperation is. Like, in the face of needing to, the Soviets will sometimes, like, put their thumb in the Americans' eye, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, even though they need them, they're... They, they they murdered a guy last episode. That was kind of wild. KGB came in and blew a guy's brains out. Mm. Um, but uh, but yeah, this season has lost I the, think you're the plot two episodes a little bit. Behind Kyle, I feel like you haven't seen the most current one. There's only one episode left, um, and it comes out Friday. Uh, mm. It's possible that what I just said. I watched both episodes back to back last night. So oh, okay, yeah, because you were like, you know, the, this. I think you're like one episode ago. I was like, that was two episodes ago, but I'll just let it go. Anyway, I just watched them at the same time. That's what it is last night. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I, I, my, you nailed it. Another time we talked about this show when you said that most of this show isn't even a space show anymore. It exists inside this Mars habitat, and I mean, it's obviously filmed in a studio, and it mm-hmm. lacks some of the magic that happens when they're doing actual space travel. Yeah, yeah. You I, know, I it, it, they'll spend there was, 
several episodes building up to a landing, and you don't know if the landing's going to go well. It doesn't always go well. There's been no landings this time, or if there have been, they're routine, I'm like landing anything. a plane. And part Dallas. of the part of the charm of the show initially, for sure, was oh, it's the '60s, it's the '70s, it's the '80s as they move along, mm. and now it's like the early 2000s, and it's like well, that's just how shit looked. You know, that's, and, and I don't know. They don't go outside in the real world. I, I don't know if they. Everything's inside a room somewhere, and uh, and and I'm 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 noticing that more and more. So yeah, hmm. I don't know. Hopefully, uh, it'll end on a strong note this Friday. Yeah, yeah. I look forward to seeing it. I guess we should wrap. I know my food's ready. Yep. All right. PKN four ninety. 